Sometimes I might have on some other shit. And when I have on some other shit, you gotta know that shit is some serious shit. Because I'm always rocking my shit. And if you wanna get the, the OG type shit right here, you see the Snoop got on. Fuck with that. Or you can get with this that I got on right here. This, this, that loud offensive coming around loud, you know. I really, I, I know I got on a whole lot of red today, man. I got a, I got on a whole lot of red today, but you know what I'm saying? It's just, I'm just trying to be matching, you know, just, you know, I'll be matching for the show, you know. Anyway, also, if you need some game because you're struggling with your bitch out there, jump in the description 
text a nigga and and niggas done text me and I'm about to I'm about to holler at y'all niggas, man. I'm working through the backlog. I'm going, hey, jump in there, text me. I'm gonna holler at you, and we gonna get you right. Tell me your shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what it is. I'm gonna be like, yo, this is what's happening, nigga. This is what's happening, nigga. You understand me? You know? I know it's hard out there, man. You know I be thinking like I was like, yo, man. Like like I said, man, I wish like when the ball smack was a young man out there, man. When I was back in my salad days, you know what I'm saying? When I be in competition with bitches, you know what I'm saying? The ball smack was going against bad bitches with sisters they got bitch got five bad bitch sisters i'm warring i'm I, i'm just a little nigga warring with five bad bitches you understand me the boss might wish that he had help man but you know what i'm saying i'm here for the niggas that need that game help you understand me put you in the right directions man help you do your thing man you know reach out you know also man i want to say right now the boss matt is sipping on some fine espresso right now some fine espresso and i wanted to shout out this right here because you know what i'm saying we want to celebrate this espresso right here because we picked this up from Starbucks. Now this is from Starbucks, uh, but this is this particular one is called Rwanda Hing Hing Hingakawa. Rwanda Hingakawa, man. Listen, look, bro. I'm trying to tell you, man. This is this is espresso made by bitches. Look. Rwanda Hingakawa, a, a delicate floral aromas with blood orange and green melon notes and a, and a brown sugar sweetness. Specialty coffee is a profound human endeavor. Nowhere is this more evident than in Rwanda, where a group of farmers known as the Hingakawa all of whom are bitches are turning out coffees of rare elegance after bearing witness to one of rwanda's darkest episodes the farmers of the hingakawa found a path forward through coffee one that embraces reconciliation revitalization and improved livelihoods Fuck with the Hingakawa, man. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty fly. If you fuck with espresso, that's what the ball smack on. I'm going to start telling y'all motherfuckers that espresso that I'm drinking, man. Next time, I'm probably going to have some Yerga Chef in that motherfucker. I'll be having, you know what I'm saying, switching up the beans. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? What's up with y'all niggas? Niggas in the motherfucking nose. Niggas in the motherfucking nose and man.
you know, I, I, I wanted to just come back in fast. And I can't even really say this is fast, but I, I just wanted to jump in here. I guess, you know, how should we begin? How should we begin the process? Uh, let me see. What do we have? Some of the most exciting things that we have in the in the in the in the news. I'm gonna say the most most one of the most important issues. Let's talk about Tasha K. This bitch Tasha K, the blogger bitch, the blogger bitch Tasha K. You know, hey man, I've been watching Tasha K unwind and put in work like a motherfucker, man, and the bitch, you know. Amen. She be going above and beyond on motherfuckers. You know, bitches going through it right now with Cardi B. You understand me? And um, in court. And, you know, she broke the brother, brother polite, you know. She broke the brother polite shit. You feel me? And, um... You know, so she was on R. Kelly head, big time. You know what I'm saying? I, I really wasn't paying attention to that. And let and let me stay. Let me say right now. Let me say right now for the record, man. You know, the boss Mac Topsoil is. You know, I'm a. You know, I'm not an advocate of sexual deviancy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm not saying R. Kelly is a sexual deviant, but, you know, um, when, you know, when you're taking down, you know, knowingly taking down underage girls, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's, it's darkness. It's darkness. Even if they parents are offering up their kids, which I believe in every case that our I believe in all any bitch that was less than eighteen that fucked with R. Kelly, that bitch was offered up. It was uh, oh. He did. He didn't never. Matter of fact, I ain't gonna even say that. He never crossed the line until the bitches turned eighteen. So I mean, him grooming the bitches or whatever. They parents was for the grooming. They parents was for the, when he was grooming the bitches. Like if he met a bitch that was like sixteen or some shit. They parents was for the grooming. So if he was shooting a bitch money or helping the bitch, they parents was for that shit. Now, is that darkness from R. Kelly? I yeah, I mean, you know, yes, it's dark. But I mean, come on, man. We know that we know that we know that bitches when they be, you know. Come on, man. We know 16-year-old bitches be about that life. We know that. You know what I'm saying? It's ones out there that's about that life, and they parents be putting them out there. 
You know what I'm saying? So, clearly, R. Kelly was dealing with that. All right. It's dark. All right. Bottom line, no. He was taking down all bitches over 18. You know what I'm saying? So, all the bitches that wanted to live in Camp R. Kelly and wear the baggy clothes and when they got on punishment had to eat shit to stay in the house, eat at certain times, do this and that. Whatever the fucking rules was, bitch, is hey, that's what it was. If you want to stay here, bitch, if you're over 18 and you're a grown-ass motherfucker and motherfuckers is not influencing you. Motherfucker is just standing there and he said, listen, these are the rules to the house. You got to wear baggy clothes. You can only eat at certain times. You got to walk with your head down. You can't do this. You can't do that. Bitch, do you accept it? Yes. Can I please live there? You know what I'm saying? So, I say all that, all that, all the talking I'm saying, I'm saying all this talking that's saying that R. Kelly finna get out of jail. Because bottom line, man, what the fuck is going on here? Just because this motherfucker is running a pimp camp, so what? If it's voluntary bitches there in camp R. Kelly, so fucking what? So now he finna get out of jail. The feds is losing the R. Kelly case. Because all these motherfuckers lied. You know, and then, okay, so Tasha K go above and beyond. This bitch go above and beyond. This bitch, okay, this bitch Tasha K, if this bitch Tasha K don't catch a case for what she did with the R. Kelly shit, then this bitch is the feds. Cause if okay, cause they cause this bitch got a a, a federal employee in the jail system, according to the uh lead attorney. Shout out to that nigga, thorough motherfucker, cause I saw this on his shit, the lead attorney. I think that's his name, the lead attorney. That nigga, um, what's his name? Lead. Yeah. Yeah, the lead attorney. That nigga, the lead attorney, just show like, bitch, how in the fuck did you know this information? Because this bitch just had conversations of R. Kelly between his bitches. Taja Cage is reading off conversations between R. Kelly and his bitches. What fucking, why, why is that relevant information for motherfuckers, man? But a hater ass bitch. Why is that relevant information? This nigga taking care of bitches from jail and shit. And this bitch want to want to eavesdrop on the on the ups and downs and 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 the and the 
in the in the dynamics that that a nigga with two bitches taking care of two bitches while he in jail. She fascinated. She wanna she wanna hear how a nigga with two bitches are check the bitches and keep them in line from jail. Fascinated because she she knows she would never be one of them. In her mind, I get I, bro. This bitch just gonna sit up here and hate on R. Kelly and re, and get the bitch that was in jail that got the access to the shit. What kind of bitch? I mean, I mean, I I guess the motherfucker selling shit and just want to be clout and just tripping. It's just entertainment to the. Just get it to the blogger bitch. Read word for word off letter and shit. To where the warden, the warden be like, what the fuck is going on? So now, no matter what, man, R. Kelly was probably going to get out even before this shit, but for sure now, like, with the Tasha K shit. So if Tasha K, and then, and then Tasha K going to just go big on the lead attorney for checking a bitch. The lead attorney check a bitch for being wrong. And then a bitch turn around and just try to go big on a nigga. That's a dark ass bitch. That bitch got a dark soul. That's a that bitch got a dark. That's a cold bitch, man. You could really see. You could really see that the Tasha K bitch got like a she got one of them fucked up. I don't know what happened to her in the back in the days with some real niggas and some real bitches must have just made life fucked up for her coming up with some type of shit. She got like a vendetta for real motherfuckers, man, I think, man. Like, I'm just talking, man. Freestyling, man, because yeah, man. She just she just she got she got R. R she contributed to R. Kelly getting out of jail. She contributing to <laughs> that bitch contributing to R. Kelly. That bitch. That bitch contributing. That bitch contributing to R. Kelly uh, getting out of jail. Shout out Tasha K. Shout out to lead attorney though for pointing that shit out. Like bitch, this bitch going to jail. If that bitch don't go to jail, she the feds. If Tasha K don't go to jail, she the feds. Ain't no way. How the fuck? A bitch gonna just leak uh, information from a federal fucking inmate. That shit ain't fucking. That shit ain't fucking pri- uh, private. Uh, that shit ain't public knowledge, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the lead attorney, Tasha K. Wow. All these motherfuckers lying on R. Kelly, man. It's hard to be like a super talented genius motherfucker, man. You know, motherfuckers just. All a nigga want to do is just create. But all the motherfuckers around you that can't create just want to take. You know what I'm saying? Just find the ways. Find ways to siphon off money. So R. Kelly just surrounded by motherfuckers that want to siphon off money, set him up. Nigga setting him up with the with the faulty bitches and this bunch man, 
Pray for R. Kelly. Free R. Kelly. I, I said free R. Kelly a long time ago. I stood by it. I'm like, hey, I don't know how niggas is in jail when bitches is voluntarily coming into the camp R. Kelly. I, it just don't make no sense, man. It's like niggas is in jail because they jealous. They can't put together their own camp R. Kelly. Like, low-key, really, like, you know what I'm saying? And bitches is... Bitches is mad because bitches is in Camp R. Kelly type shit. I don't know, man. All right, now. Let me see. Uh, another nigga and I knows. What the fuck? Fat Joe versus uh, Ja Rule. The versus. Uh, it was a beautiful event. It was a beautiful event. I loved it. Fat Joe did not disappoint me. I, I, everything Fat Joe did, I expected. I expected everything Fat Joe did. Fat Joe was not gonna be dipset up there. He was not gonna be dipset. He came fully, fully prepared. He came. Fat Joe came fully prepared. Ja Rule came prepared too. Ja Rule came prepared. But Fat Joe really. I feel like Ja Rule do so much shows with Ashanti out there. They be doing so much. <clears throat> that I feel like. He just really did kind of like a lot of the same routine that he did. He normally do. But then, like, say, like, Fat Joe. Fat Joe really was fat. I could tell Fat Joe practiced hard than the motherfucker. He really, he tried to put some shit together, man. He was serious, man. When I when I look at this versus just looking right at it, man, it's clearly Ja Rule is more talented than uh, Fat Joe. All right, like more talented, but Fat Joe uh, determination and I'm winning no matter what type of energy attitude just really you know and it remind me on when i first seen fat joe enter to the enter to the rap music and into the rap industry and he didn't even do he didn't even do i he didn't even do flow joe we got a flow joe we got a flow joe I, he should have did that song that would have been tight if he did flow joe but i was checking for he didn't do flow joe but when he first came out with flow joe you know it was like a nigga that, you know, I can't rap that good, but fuck that, I'm being a rapper type nigga. That's the that's how I that's how I always seen Fat Joe like. I ain't really like the dopest rapper, but I'm I'm a fucking rapper. I'm out here. You feel me? You know, and uh, I thought he did good, man. It, it seemed like I like I like how Fat Joe came out with big jewelry on. And the hood shit, like, like the grind, like the nigga I'm in the, I'm, um, you know, dope dealer in the hood posted with, I, I like that first jury selection, 
The big truck, I like that. I like that. Man, he really carefully made sure, man, them shits was... He really thought out the glistening value. It, I well planned. Um, I like how he brought out Remy. Um, I like how he 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 did the um, big pun the twins with Remy. I like how Remy. Was on point with the bars. Remy was looking nice. <laughs> I rub your face off the earth and curse the family's children like Gammy's. He's feeling drilling nerves in your cavity. Insanity's building a pavilion in my civilian. The be the anarchy that humanity's feeling. A villain without remorse who's willing to out the board forever and take all the cheddar like sound support. I support pointing anything he does. Anything he loves. Brother from another mother sent from the above. A dog nigga just like me. One of the best might be. Even better, even niggas better. I like how Remy was like representing that nigga. I like that. Uh, I, I, I like Fat Joe energy, man. I, I feel like Fat Joe took like a B12 shot or some type of shit. I feel like Fat Joe. I feel like Fat. Because that was a concern for me, man, coming into this. I was like. Fat Joe got to maintain his energy up there as a fat motherfucker because he fat. So, see, you know how they had an intermission. I feel like I feel like in that intermission, he went and took a B12 shot or some type of shit. Change clothes. I've I, I been said, I don't know if I, I don't know if niggas change clothes in their verses before. I ain't been paying attention like that, but. Like I said, Cameron should have changed clothes in the last one, man. I like how Fat Joe changed clothes. I like I like how he put on different jewelry. Um, man, I like how he called them bitches dusty bitches. I don't give a fuck. I like that shit. I like that shit. I think when he called them dusty bitches, I feel like okay. First of all, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. In this verses, I truly feel like. I feel like, in a way, Ashanti won this versus. In a way. I feel like Ashanti won this versus. I feel like Ashanti won this versus. I feel like Ashanti won this versus. But... We got to pick a winner of this versus, and I 
gotta give it to Fat Joe. I gotta give it to Fat Joe for the cumulative, the the whole, the whole verses, the whole shit. I like how Fat Joe came out grimy. Then I like how he changed the, his look into to the to the baller, to the to the to the to the, to the lavish lifestyle. It's kind of like I started out grimy and look where I'm at now. I, you know, I don't, I didn't, I, you know, I don't like tricking. I don't like to give, I don't like how he gave out the bags. I, I didn't like that. That was a negative. That was a strike. That that made me want, I, I'm a, I, you know, I took a lot of points off for that. When he gave out the gifts. It had a bad energy. When he, listen, when he gave them bitches them Birkins, that was like, uh, that was like, that was a bad energy because that was a bad energy. That was a bad energy. Let me, because look, let me, let me, okay. Then, see, we gotta, we gotta watch the language. We gotta watch the language. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta watch the language. Because Fat Joe said, my bitches is rich. Right? My bitches is rich. So when he say my bitches, he's saying Remy is his bitch. Right? <laughs> so to me, that's like a instant. That's an instant disrespect to Papoose. I'm just saying. This is a bit this is a married bitch. But I, you know. Now, when he give Ashanti a Birkin, you see what I'm saying? That's like I'm trying to steal. I'm trying to steal your bitch with tricking. You know what I'm saying? And then the uh, okay, then okay. Now let's t let's take it back. When he said them dusty bitches, when 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 Fat Joe said them dusty bitches, right? Now let's examine that. Fat Joe said he what 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 ja Rule said. Um, Fat Joe said nah. I know you're not going to bring out them dusty bitches. Jaro said something about having more left. And then uh, uh, Fat Joe said, I know you ain't going to bring out them dusty bitches. Now, Ashanti ain't came out yet either. You feel me? So, 
But we know, but we know he was not talking about Ashanti. But Ashanti hadn't come out either, though. All three of the bitches was back there. But Lil Mo and Vita, they knew that they was the dusty bitches that he was talking about. Now, I thought Lil Mo looked okay. You know what I'm saying? I thought, I thought, you know, <laughs> them bitches was performing with some energy, though. Them bitches was performing with some. They, they was them bitches was performing with some anger for Fat Joe. When Fat Joe called them dusty bitches, he won right there. I was like, oh, Joe, Fat Joe win this. Right there. When he called, when he called them bitches, when he said them dusty bitches back there. And then when Vita came out. When Vita came out. Now, let's be honest. Vita looked like she smoked out, bro. Even though her six-pack and shit, I mean, you know. I ain't going to say she looked smoked out. She just looked. Hey, man. Let me, let me take a, let me, go, let me take it back. In Belly, Vita was DMX little side bitch that was sucking his dick in the bins in the beginning. The turned up on his main bitch. When his main bitch seen the the little bitch had text DMX while he was in the shower. And the little bitch just you know, went big on his main bitch. And then DMX had the legendary fuck scene with, with his main bitch. Lil Vito used to be a bad bitch. Oh, my God, niggas wanted to. Vita had a promise. I don't know what the fuck happened to Vita. Vita, I don't know what happened. She was on that mob deep cut. I don't know what happened. I guess when Murder Inc. went to, uh, got caught up with the feds and all that shit happened. I, I guess she got lost and I don't know. Vita used to be a bad bitch. Shouts out to Joey Crack for just saying dusty bitches. It was the correct thing to say. And them bitches knew that they was, Lil Mo knew that he was talking about her. And Vita knew that he was talking about her. And Ashanti knew that Fat Joe was talking about them two bitches. And it was made evident when Fat Joe gave her a Birkin. With Remy Ma. And still, when Fat Joe gave 
and see another thing too no matter what when fat joe said my bitches is rich papoose is clown is nobody's <laughs> my bitches is rich He could have said people that fuck with me is rich. He said my bitches is rich. <laughs> you got to watch their words, baby. Fat Joe. He said my bitches is rich. Denny, I love how Fat Joe followed it up. Why? You got to feed them bitches. Lil Mo is trying to perform, so she has so much determination. And Vita too, they was, they was trying, they was performing, they was doing. <laughs> Fat Joe won, right there. So that's a new, that's a new way of, that's a new form of. A way of winning by clowning bitches. He, Fat Joe clowns some bitches. Like, Fat Joe. And then, man, it was beautiful, man. And then Remy Ma just backing him up. Like, I just, I just really liked how Remy Ma was just moving around on Fat Joe's behalf, man. Fat Remy Ma is Fat Joe, bitch. She fuck. She might fuck Papoose, but that's Fat Joe, bitch. Get, do y'all understand? Do y'all understand? Do y'all understand it? She, she fuck Papoose. But she Fat Joe, bitch. I gotta salute Ashanti. Ashanti's performance. Ashanti performance, man. Ashanti look better than Beyonce. I don't give a fuck. To me. I hey, y'all motherfuckers can say whatever. Ashanti is the best looking out of all these bitches that's from that era to the to now. She preserve herself however she did it whatever she doing whatever trick she got she performance was lit energetic on point dope her and ja rule got like a chemistry that um they got like a chemistry they got they got like a they got like a tension between them you know what I'm saying? That just they can always they shows is dope. Like they they unconscious. They shit is dope. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, see Ashanti. See Ashanti fuck with the white billionaire dude, right? So so what we what we also got to see is I really feel like Nelly. 
came there to try to shoot his shot at Ashanti. And I feel like um it's I, I feel like it's futility for uh Nelly to uh to to pull Ashanti. I, I don't even think he could do it. I don't even think it's evident that Ashanti is not checking for Nelly because Nelly had to go over there to get his hug. See, if a bitch was really checking for you, see, Nelly could have been over there in a the cut and that bitch would have found him. You understand me? So, see, that's how I know that. See, when I seen Ashanti over there doing a the little bad bitch dance and, and, and Nelly coming over there like a sucker trying to get his hug. You know, because he know that this concert will be over and this bitch will leave without uh, saying shit to him. Like, nigga, fuck you, nigga. Shout out to Ashanti, man. Got Nelly on clown. Fat Joe gave a bitch a Birkin trying to steal her from Ja Rule and Futility for some... This nigga... Then, then also... So Fat Joe clown Papoos twice. He clown he clown Papoos the first time I said my bitches is rich, and the second time he clown Papoos is by giving his bitch a Birkin over stage in front of the world and shit. So I think that's that facial expression that Remy Ma might have been having when she was receiving that. Like man, I'm gonna have to check this name. I'm taking this. I think that facial expression that Remy Ma had was, I'm taking this motherfucking Birkin and I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to check this nigga Papoose about this shit. Shit, nigga. Oh Big I money shit. I we blow it. the whole bag over here. I man. love it. I love Give it. Give my sister some shit. That's right, man. Gifts. Gifts. I love it. Yeah, you know what the fuck. Danny boy. Yeah. He done brought this shit to a new low, man. Let's go. I know you like that, sis. He done brought this shit. I know you like that. Damn, sis. Damn, sis. This is another one for you. Oh, my God. This another one. Ladies, show them, man. Ladies, you know what the fuck this is. You know I'm your brother that love you. You know I love you. I don't want to hear shit from this nigga, Papu. About this shit. I don't give a fuck. I told him I needed another Birkin, nigga. What happened to Papoose, man? Let's be honest, man. What happened to Papoose, man? What happened to Papoose, man? Wasn't Papoose like a hell of a rap, hell of a. What happened? Remy Ma was dope. And the verses, Remy Ma came through her support, her on coming out with on on uh, Annie Up, bringing the bitch out on Annie Up. Her outfit, she looked great. Her bars up. Fat Joe, when he clowned Ja Rule, like, where you been at for 15 years? Fat Joe killed him on the one-liners. 
See, overall, it was just a great concert experience. But Ja Rule cuts is just really old. And the ones without Ashanti don't kind of hit the same. And he have no new shit. And at least Fat Joe had new shit. And Fat Joe went through that hip-hop catalog on him nicely. It's a couple more cuts I thought Fat Joe should have did, but them was good enough. Uh, calling them dusty bitches, that was the win. Following it up by you need to feed them bitches. After I seen Vita, I was just like, damn, man, couldn't a nigga... Vita knew these bitches could have looked, they could have looked, the bitches, the bitches could have looked better, man. Let's be honest, man. They was dusty. Let's be honest. Them bitches was dusty. Compared to, uh, co hey. Let's be honest. Fat Joe, hey man. I think, I think in that middle break, that nigga went and took a B12 shot because that nigga energy was on fucking point for a fat nigga. Fat Joe, you went, you took some type of stimulant, you know, you took something, you did something in there when he got some oxygen or something that nigga stamina was up also man i you know um ja rule took his shirt off man and i know that's part of his thing and i know the bitches like that man and i don't know man it, it reminded me that ja rule was a stripper rapper too and I was thinking about the effectiveness of the stripper rapper and elderly. You know what I'm saying? Because to maintain, you know, um, the physique, you know what I'm saying, up into the 40s, 50s, you know what I'm saying? And to, you know, to be ripping off your shirt and type shit, man. Niggas got to be, you know, HGH, you know what I'm saying, testosterone. Niggas got to do some extra, man, because, you know, you know, niggas, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that sexual energy ain't at the same levels no more, you know what I'm saying? And it all, and I could see that, I could see, like, you know, when he snatched off the shirt. And I know that's part of his shit, but I feel like, you know, as a as a as a as a as a older rapper snatching off his shirt is you know. I don't know, man. It's I don't know, man. I don't know if it hit the bitches the same. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So I got to give it to Fat Joe. Uh, aggressive. He was aggressive. He took it. He took that. He took it. Um, the Like I said, the, the, the turning point, the, the battle was won. 
right when he called them dusty bitches. I was like, ah, that's the win right there. We got it. That's the win. And then when Ashanti came out and did her thing, I was like, oh. And then when he gave Ashanti the bag, and like I said, I deducted a lot of points for them when he gave out them bags. And um, it was a lot of disrespect. Them bags, them bags, them bags, I'm not, them bags. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Shout out to Fat Joe and Ja Rule for the verses. It was beautiful. Um, Nelly looked like a sucker. You understand me? Nelly, Ashanti made Nelly look like he 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 was he 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 was in longing. Ashanti, I could tell that Nelly is trying to get some get back in in, in the, you know what I mean. And he up against the forces. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you know. All right, now. Let me see. Let's keep it moving, nigga. What else we got in this motherfucker, man? Spitting game out here, man. Okay. Another nigga in the news. And I, you know, I want to try to tap into this as best as I could. And I know I'm an old ass nigga, so it mean more to me than a lot of other niggas. But another nigga in the news is the Rick James documentary, man. The Rick James doctor documentary on Showtime. My bitch in life or some shit, man. Or whatever, however they worded it, man. I don't know. But Rick James documentary, man. Um... I feel like it's a beautiful thing. I feel like all real niggas should 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 watch this. All real niggas should watch the Rick, the Rick James documentary. All real niggas should watch the the Rick James documentary, man. And what what do we learn from? What are the key? What are the key? The key takeaways. From the Rick James documentary. The key takeaways from the Rick James documentary is that there when it when it when it comes to sex and excessive sex and drugs, there is a void that hath no bottom. You know what I'm saying? And there's no bottom. And, and Rick James destroyed himself within pleasure. And you know what I'm saying? Now, be that as it may, it was a beautiful documentary. Um, as a young nigga, uh, when I was very young, 1978, 77 type shit, when Rick James' album first came out. You know what I'm saying? I As a little nigga, you know, I'm like little, like nine, ten, like eight. 
nine type shit. You feel me? And 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 that album came out and had a profound effect on a nigga. You and I, Mary Jane. I, I didn't even know what Mary I didn't even know he was talking about weed until I was years later, years later. As a little kid, I, I, you know, you and I, Mary Jane, I remember when he was on Soul Train the first time. Um, I remember seeing the, seeing his album in a record store as a little kid, like seeing his first album and remember his pose, how he was pointing at the bitch laying out, you know what I'm saying? And 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 he was like a superhero to to us. Like Rick James was like a superhero nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? And 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 you and I, that just that song like um like like you know how you have certain memories that just blanket uh, uh a period of time. So like a whole summer was you and I and Mary Jane and everything on that first album, whatever that Niggas just played the whole album. You know what I'm saying? That that I think that I forgot that come and get it. I think that was come and get it. Alright. So then so I was in Milwaukee when that happened. And then I moved to then when I was in um and then I moved to uh I had moved to uh LA and um when all the other albums came out, when Bustin' Out came out. All right. Now, what's a trip is to, you know, watch the documentary, his growth and development, how he got to you and his first album. You know what I'm saying? And how that album impacted me as a little kid, right? And then when you watch the documentary, how he got to that album and that was the that was the real that was the real one of the most essential real nigga parts of the documentary in order to record his first album he had to sell dope you feel me he had to sell dope cocaine He had to get a substantial bag. And then based. Now previous to that. He had all this little. Journeyman musical experience. Where he fucked with. Various motherfuckers. In the music industry. But you know. Signed here. To Motown. And signed there. But you know never getting no progress. But understanding what he wanted to do musically and what what he thought was going to be tight and all his progressions and you know he was you know he was a he was a he was a accumulation of different characters that was prominent at the time like sly stone and you know what i'm saying he was a mixture of all motherfuckers like you know a little mick jagger in there you know what i'm saying trying to find some shit you know what i'm saying so rick james sold dope and recorded his first album and was finished 
And for some reason, as you know, I don't know why, but I don't know why, man. But I had always been fascinated over the years, like after I had got older and I understood the music industry, right? And how, you know, how difficult it is for some shit to come out. And how she get watered down. I was like, how in the fuck did Rick James come out like that on Motown out of nowhere? I always thought about that shit. I always thought about that shit. How did he come out like that on some funk shit competing with Funkadelic and all of them out of nowhere? Of course, he sold dope and and recorded his own album. So, Rick James Man, I remember all man, the documentary is dope, man. Like I said, when his second album came out and he had busting out on there. We're busting out, we're busting out of this L7 square. Oh man, listen. Like, um, busting out that album. Nigga, when um, the Funk Festival came to LA, I remember the Funk Festival came and a nigga was a nigga was too little to go. Cause my mom's wasn't gonna go. My mom's wasn't gonna go. And I was too little to go. And I remember the whole neighborhood was empty because everybody went to that concert. But me and my little homies, all us, we just hardcore parliament, funkadelic Rick James niggas. We just sitting, we just little as fuck. We, you know, niggas is 11 and niggas is, you know what I'm saying? Niggas cannot go, nigga. Niggas can't go. <laughs> nigga was depressed. The hood was empty. Everybody was there. Then everybody just came back and was like, Rick James just had a giant joint on stage and smoked a joint. I didn't even smoke weed. Nigga, I'm 11. Nigga. They said, they said, the, they said the, uh, the mothership landed. They was talking about that. Man, that, I, oh, man, I was too little to go. Funk Festival, man. Look at it on YouTube and shit, but 
Man, just nigga was too little to go. Anyway, the Rick James documentary. Then Tina Marie when he came out with Tina Marie, nigga. I'm just a sucker for your love, man. Come on, man. Square bitch. Deja vu. Man. And then a nigga, it made me remember, man, like, I remember um, my um, my ex-bitch took me to go see, uh, we went to go see Tina Marie right before she died, bro. At the, um, <clears throat> what's the name of that motherfucker? Um, House of Blues. Tina Marie was in that motherfucker, man. That bitch looked horrible. Tina Marie looked horrible. Her, her and Rick James looked horrible. Like, like way older than what they really was. Like, Rick James looked way older. Anyway, Tina Marie looked horrible. But she sounded like she was 20. That bitch sounded, sang like she was 20, nigga. She was playing the guitar like she was 20. That bitch was playing. So just imagine, she looked like an old, raggedy woman that had been on drugs, but she sounded like she was 20. You understand me? And she was, every song, jumped on the piano, Guitar, every song, fire. And then when they did Fire and Desire, some nigga just came out. A nigga in the crowd just came. A nigga in the crowd came out and sang Rick. A gangster from the crowd came out and sang Rick James' part on beyond Rick James' level that I heard with her. Man, Tina Marie crushed that that concert, that bitch. Hey. She all the way up until the end. She was dope. Listen. That bitch, listen, man. I'm telling you, it was fascinating. It was fascinating to watch her. It cause you're looking at her and you're going, wow, she looks fucked up. Triple chin. Oh, crushing voice sounding on point. Man, it was a dope concert. Anyway, see Rick James. Man, Rick James, man, the genius. Mary Jane Girls. I'm telling you, man, look, when Rick James dropped the, the the album to give it to me, baby, with Super Freak on it, man, it was just. There's that was Street Songs, Ghetto Life. Man. I was in the ninth grade, I think, when that came. Nigga, man, Fire and Desire was on it. 
Man, fire and desire. Man, Rick James, man. Rick James documentary. And see, he hit such a high level right there that I feel like Rick James just lost his mind into sex and drugs, man. Just. And, and, and that's when that sex and drugs. And you could see that's where his creativity began to just, just diminish and go away. His, his creativity just with with the amount of sex he engaged when his when his sexual deviancy went to the max levels and drugs his creativity just diminished disappeared vanished after the street songs album he came out with that um throwing down album he was tripping hard he had ebony eyes on there though, which ain't no punk cut. That ebony eyes, but the rest of that album, that nigga just—he was, you know. Rick James, man, that's a good documentary, man. Y'all niggas gotta fuck with that. Y'all got y'all gotta fuck with that documentary. I'm trying to told you. All right now, um. Yeah, uh, and then also, man, uh, that Rick James, man, um, yeah. All right, uh, let me see how much time we got, man. How much time we got? Oh, shit, we've been going for a minute, damn. All right, let me let me let me let me move this shit along, man. Let me move this shit along, man. I don't wanna be. I got I got motion to talk about. Damn. Okay. So we done did it. Oh, okay. Shout out to Doctor Umar, Mary, and two bitches. Shout out to Dr. Umar marrying two bitches simultaneous. Um, I thought that was fly. Um, I probably would have, you know, I would have stacked it. I would have, you know, I, I feel like I probably would have did one and did then did another one. So everybody get their own ceremony. 
You know what I'm saying? Everybody get their own ceremony. Everybody get to be the the focus of the thing, and we stack them. You know what I'm saying? You know. But shout out to Dr. Umar. I like that. He's saving the conscious community, man. He's trying to help. You feel me? Shout out to that. I, uh... Another nigga in the nose. Uh, the Malcolm X and uh, Muhammad Ali brothers documentary. Very informative, tight documentary, man. I suggest niggas fuck with that. I was, man, you know what I'm saying? Um, more just... It's just a bizarre thing, man. You know, um, you know, just Malcolm getting ostracized from the nation and Ali turning his back on him and the little the the all the little nuances and shit in there, man. And I didn't even know like when um, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad gave Ali the Muhammad Ali name. That was like in part like a play to separate him from Malcolm, though. Like, you feel me? Like, that was like a, a man, it's crazy, man. Y'all gotta watch that. Do- I mean, if you care about it, man, like. But Ali, it shows the important. Oh, man. They got to, you know what? I think they got to redo that. I think they got to redo that Ali movie, man. I think they're going to have to do that Ali movie again, man, with some more facts in this shit, bro. Like, more details, man. Because motherfuckers glaze over a lot of shit, bro. Like, they... They kind of glaze over uh, Malcolm and, you know, in the um, in the Ali with with Will Smith playing. You know what I'm saying? They kind of glaze over their relationship. You know, they don't really, you know. I think they have to have a different comprehensive look at Ali, man. Yeah, I think so, but y'all check that out, man. <coughs> Before <coughs> you know what? Let me just do the niggas, nigga, reader, listener emails right quick. Let me, let me buzz it down. I've been going too long, man. I don't want to be having no two, three hour podcast by myself. All right. Reader, listener email. Reader, listener email. All right. <coughs> A nigga from Los Angeles writes that ball smack. He say ball smack. I'm a 32-year-old nigga out here. 
Miserable as fuck living with my bitch and my young son. Here's my situation. I have been with this bitch for eight years. And we've been living together for four years. On everything, I've been fed up and sick of shit. But I tried to tough it out for my son. I just couldn't do the shit. I was setting the stage to bounce. I was going to leave the bitch to crib and move about a month before I could execute my plan. All of a sudden, this bitch is diagnosed with cancer. Now, my question is this. Should I follow through with moving out and supporting the bitch as she goes through this? I love the bitch, but I don't give a fuck, really. I hope you feel me. My reasons for bouncing is all tight range from all types of shit. From a bitch talking reckless to me to not believing in a nigga dreams and nothing, just, just all types of shit. Ball smack, what you think? All right. Um, you know, man, um, You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta dig in right now. You gotta dig in right now, and you gotta see, you know, how, 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 how bad things really are for her health-wise, and and you know, be one hundred through life and death circumstances. You know what I'm saying, and then. Um, but but keep but but be vigilant and still structure your escape on improve you know keeping an eye on her improvements and health if she's not if she don't just go down for the count i mean you know what i'm saying you know uh i give a couple months to see if she go down for the is it that bad is it like some you know, it's different levels, you know what I'm saying, you know, so I, you know, I, you know, because, you know, family will be, you know, I mean, you know, really, you know, you got kid, you know what I'm saying, so, you know, it's like family involved, and, you know, you don't, you don't want to look like a motherfucking, you know, just a monster about some shit, but, you know, uh, you know, because it, I mean, you know, uh, check the temperatures for, uh, check the temperatures, man, and, you know, see how bad it is, give it, give it, give it three, six months, see, you know what I mean, see how things is, and then, you know, if she, if she all right, you know what I'm saying, things is kind of going, she getting better, whatever, then execute, you know what I'm saying? Then be like, look, man, you know, I just didn't reveal your truth. You know, like, yeah, I'm, you know, 
I was gonna bounce before, but you know, I stood here in the trenches with you through your process, man, because I wanted you to, you know, the, I want your spirits to be high as you fought through this realness, you know what I'm saying? So do like a vigilant, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know, and, and make sure it's valid, make sure it's valid, make sure it's valid. I hate to say it like that. I hate to say it like that, but you know what I'm saying, you know, you might, you know, you know, make sure it's valid, you know, um, she lived with you, so, you know, you gonna know, you know what I mean, you gonna know, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, I, I hate to, I hate to talk darkness, listen, I hate to talk darkness, but it is in the playbook to fake illness because a bitch might sense that you about to pull a plug on some shit. I'm just talking. Nigga. Bitches is real keen on, you know, if you if you if you feeling like this, uh, I'm quite sure bitches pick up on that type of energy vibrations. And, you know, that is in the playbook. You know, dying is in the playbook. You know what I'm saying? Pregnant. You know, all these different, you know, you know what it is, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not trying to talk ruthless and shit. That's why I say lay back, monitor, see if it's like, you know, you know. I don't know, man. It's, you know. It's, it's plays out here, man. It's plays. Bitches. <laughs> Woo! I, I ain't trying to sound darkness. Another reader, listener, email a nigga from Tennessee. Right, the boss, Mac. He say, boss, Mac. I'm a young nigga out here doing my thing. Living good in difficult times. I live with my main bitch slash baby mama i got us living well nice crib vehicles and whatnot i'm 28 and my bitch is 24. about a year ago i was at the crib and my bitch was gone and her aunt pops up at the crib who is a bad bitch older than me though at 35 talking about she needed to drop off some paperwork for my bitch she came in dropped the paper off paperwork off looking and smelling bomb pulls out a backwood ass if she asked if I want to face it with her we start smoking next thing you know she was sucking my dick so long story short, <clears throat> I have been fucking her every other week for about a year. She has been cashing me out. Shit has been super dope. But I'm getting worried. And I'm thinking about pulling out any advice 
Well, uh, you know, man, them older bitches, man, they be like, they, you know, um, older bitches just be slick. They just be slick. Another cold part of this right here is a nigga, the bitches might be knowingly sharing the dick. You know what I'm saying? Because she might, her, her, it is possible for, you know, the knees to look up to the aunt and be able, just want her to experience the dick too, like been bragging to her aunt about the dick. And then be like, well, you know, cause she know her aunt and her aunt is probably such a thorough real bitch with other niggas and money and all type of shit that they might actually run that play on you. And you think that you slick and you like, you know, like you, like you, that nigga but really they like really like sharing dick like i'm just saying that's a that's in the play that's a possibility that's a possibility that's a possibility you in this now though man um Pulling out, man, you could state fear. But really, you know, you on the bitch terms like a I mean, you could you could be like, I'm worried, I, I don't wanna get popped, I don't want no problems. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, then she might flip the script and be like, oh, I'm going to blow up the spot if you're going to renege on the dick. Like, I don't know, man. Like, that's a, that's a, what? see, you should have never did it, bro. Like, see, that, what it be is like, you know, we are always tempted, man. You know what I'm saying? We always tempted, man. And we make a choice. We make choices to 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 cross over and do shit that we know we shouldn't be doing. Like, you know, when the bitch is in the house and she's smelling good and looking bomb and, you know, something deep within you is hoping, like, is this what it is? Oh my God, she wants to smoke weed with me. Oh my God, she looks so bond. Oh my God, this bitch is touching me. Oh my God, she's sucking my dick. Oh my God, what a great day today is. I'm so, I'm so, so much of a player. Now I'm fucking her aunt and her and her and and the baby. Yeah, man. And she, ah, she taking care of me too. You got, you, hey man. Um, I 
If it's beneficial, you got to keep rolling, man. Keep rolling, man. Keep rolling, man. If it's beneficial. You know what I'm saying? Be discreet and neat. You understand me? Them older bitches, man, they be having game, bro. They seduce. <laughs> Seduction. Getting that energy up out you, man. That energy up out you. She need that 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 every other week uh stimulus package. You feel me? See the the thirty five year old bitches. See they probably them old niggas, man. Don't bring that energy. You know what I'm saying? That 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 there. You know what I'm saying? That 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 there. God bless the game. Don't be lame, nigga. Keep working hard, doing your thing. All right, y'all. The boss back top soil is out, bro. I hope I covered everything. I hope I covered everything. I gave y'all about an hour and a half. You understand me? God bless y'all niggas, man. Thank you for coming out. The Top Mac Nigga Show is a Boss Mac Industries production. <laughs>